so um the post says the win so it's the w-y-n-n las vegas is set to build the first casino in the gcc and in the description it says it's going to be in ras al-khaimah which is an emirate in the uae and the multi-billion dollar resort will feature a casino basically um and this obviously garnered mixed reaction Welcome everybody to another episode of Picking Brains with yours truly, JJ Swar. I know this format looks weird, something is different here, and that's because I don't have a guest today. Um, I want to explain why there haven't been any content out recently. Firstly, Omicron, I hate it. There's a lot of cases these days in Bahrain, I think, yesterday. So today is 26th, I think, yeah. 26th, January 26th. So yesterday the report came out um, for the people who got infected and it was like over 4,500 or something crazy. Um, I mean, it's less severe, which is good. But uh, still, it's been a pain in the butt getting people here. And when I do get people, sometimes, you know, they get infected, quarantine, or they just flake. Um, actually, I recorded an episode a week ago, almost a week ago, with a returning guest, Ahmed Sami. I'm I'm looking at the <laughs> display thing. I know I should be looking there, but uh, I want to make sure everything's right. Yeah, so I, I had him on. I re- we recorded half an episode before I realized my audio recorder. It was recording, but it said writing error. So when I put it in my computer, the audio was not working, was corrupted. I do have the footage on my camera, but the audio is not too good, so I decided not to put it out, and we'll reshoot. But ironically speaking, Sami got COVID, Ahmed Sami. I mean, he's doing well, thank goodness, but he can't come to reshoot. So I want to do an episode, sort of like an intermission episode until I get my next guest. Um, Hopefully it'll be a friend of mine named Safe. We'll see how that goes. But I also want to talk about a topic today. Um, Actually, to do that, I have to bring my phone out because I saw a piece of content today on my Instagram. Let me bring it out. So it's right here. I don't know if you can see it. It's going to be blurry. It's going to be here. I don't have... um, Anyway, I don't have autofocus on. So um, the post says... The win, so it's the W-Y-N-N, Las Vegas is set to build the first casino in the GCC. And in the description it says it's going to be in Ras al-Khaimah, which is an emirate in the UAE. And the multi-billion dollar resort will feature a casino, basically. Um, And this obviously garnered mixed reactions because we don't have casinos in the Gulf as far as I know. So this will be a first as... Obviously, it says first casino on the GCC. I'm going to trust the source. Um, I I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to give my own opinion. But before I give, I mean, I know the lighting is bad, by the way. I know it's like the light is on top of me, so it's causing shadows on my underneath my eye, my eyes. But uh, just bear with me. I'm going to fix all the lighting stuff. I know people have been um, leaving some criticism, constructive criticism, but... Uh, so I and I'm aware 
We'll, we'll try to solve that. I don't want to turn my room into a studio because I do record this in my bedroom. So I wrote a couple of notes. Um, it, I saw this post today morning, right before I started working, I think. Um, and so I saw this post today definitely. I just don't know when exactly. And I've had, I've reposted it with my opinions and people disagreed. And I've had some people leaving their opinions in Instagram DMs, and I, I keep looking there, I'm sorry. Um, and I have responded, but I thought, because a lot of people who either agree or disagree with me bring a lot of the same points that I see consistently, so I thought instead of going to each and every single person and responding, um, I wanted to do this kind of video, this podcast episode, like a bonus episode. I'm still going to label it as episode eight, but um, yeah. But before, I want to give a disclaimer, right? Because this is a very, very, very nuanced topic. I don't think it's simple as black and white where, um, oh, you should, you know, live and let live. So let people do what they want. Or, oh, it's bad. It's haram, Islamically speaking, etc. I don't think it's um, that binary. Because if you think about it, people have their own subjective view on um, ethics yeah, and morality, right? I believe there is an objective um, view of morality, but if I then use that to defend my opinion, I, I would have to be imposing my religion. And I do not want to do that. I want to have this completely strictly where it's accessible to everybody. I don't want to create an echo chamber where all the Muslims agree with me because I'm just citing verses, etc., and then who aren't Muslim they will just disagree. I don't want to have that kind of divisiveness. I want to have it. I want to have an open conversation. That is my goal. And just because this is my opinion, it doesn't mean you cannot scrutinize me. I don't want because a lot of people when they give their opinions, they um, put their disclaimer that oh, it's just my opinion. So it's kind of creating a shield that blocks all kind of um, valid criticism to anything they have stated. If they stated facts that they got wrong, there's no room for that, right? And so um, just because I'm saying it's my opinion, if I get facts, because I'm trying to get used facts as well, if I get facts wrong or if you disagree with any of my logic and reasoning, let me know. This is, like I said, an open conversation. I don't want it to be sort of like a one-way thing. Um. So because we are not using objective morality, a.k.a. religion or God, um, we, we have to agree or not agree. Well, I have to tell you what I'm going to base my opinion on, what the foundation um, of my opinions regarding gambling. And I'm going to talk about other topics as well related to gambling. Um, and that is if something causes more harm than good in society, it should not be allowed. And vice versa. If something causes, it brings more good than um, bad, then it should be allowed. And if it's something is in between, this is where we introduce regulation. But I'll talk about that later in, in detail. But that is the basis of, of what I'm going to talk about. Um, yeah, so what... I want to say also is I believe that not only does society protect the individual for, 
from society. How do I say this? It's not, we should not only protect an individual from society, but the society from an individual, right? So when I say society from an individual, if we're going to have someone who's going to kill people, etc., we cannot have that in a society. We cannot have a loose murderer. So there have, there have to be some sort of authority, etc., to prevent that. But also vice versa. We don't want society to allow things that will hurt individuals, right? And this is, um, it, I know it sounds vague right now. We'll get into more details. Um, another disclaimer I want to say that this is strictly... Please listen to this point. This argument I'm making is strictly on a philosophical level, not a pragmatic one. Because not everything that sounds good philosophically is realistic. And I understand that. And so just bear in mind that I know that. And one of the examples I wrote here is the prohibition in the United States during the 1920s, I believe, where, um, you know, uh, alcohol was banned, drink, like, you know, selling and buying alcohols, but I don't know the details of the prohibition, but I know that that didn't work out um, because there was a lot of crime, etc. But fun fact, though, it did work in lowering consumption levels of alcohol. Actually, I have a stat here from, I don't want to start with a source because when you start with a source, it sounds like you're not kind of, you want the information to speak for itself and then bring a source. Um, so I'll give you the information first. So consumption fell of alcohol, consumption of alcohol fell by as much as 70% early on during the prohibition and 30% after the 21st Amendment, which is the one that repealed, the amendment that repealed the, the, the prohibition. And this stat comes from MIT and Boston University economists during the early 1990s. So what this means is it actually, prohibition actually worked. And I believe it's because kids who were raised during prohibition didn't consume much alcohol. So when they grew up and, and it was then re-allowed, they, they weren't used to drinking and therefore consumption naturally just fell still. So I believe that, uh, that it worked in my opinion, but it introduced crime and stuff like that. So like I said, not everything is binary and I'm strictly talking on a philosophical level. So before I want to talk, before I talk about gambling, I want to talk about alcohol, right? Because when, when I talk about gambling in the Middle East, people will say, well, alcohol is already allowed. And I have to keep reminding people I'm talking at a philosophical level. I have to re stress that all the time because I'm giving you my opinion, not that what the government is doing is right or wrong. I mean, I believe they're doing wrong in certain things. Excuse me. But what the government does does not necessitate right or wrong, right? We had slavery once. Doesn't mean slavery was right. No, it was allowed. Yes. Um, so I think alcohol and gambling are in the same camp because people who say live and let live when it comes to gambling are the same people who, who will say live and let live with alcohol. Let people drink. It's fine. Right. And so I want to talk about that and. And I don't want to see, seem like I'm attacking anyone because I have received multiple um, DMs and I don't want people to think I'm, I'm attacking. I'm just responding. I'm not going to respond to every single point. I was thinking of making this episode where I give my opinion first about this stuff before I talk to a guest about it. Because when you talk to a guest, you don't know the outcome 
it can get heated. I don't want it to get heated. I always want to listen to what the guest says and give my opinion. But I don't have control over my guest's emotions, right? So what I want is I want to put my opinion out there. And then whoever wants to talk about it on the show, we can talk about it knowing my, fully my position. And like I said, I did this very quickly. Like I finished work 10, 20 minutes ago. Um, quickly looked, looked for sources. I should have done a bit better job, but it's a hot topic right now. I want to talk about it. And so it might not be very structured. It might not be very coherent. I mean, hopefully it is coherent. I think it is, but, um, it's not going to be bulletproof. Right. Um, but hopefully I'll give, I'll be able to substantiate what I believe and hopefully it'll make sense. This entire thing is just for people to open their minds to the other side of the argument, as I always do. I have changed my position on this many times before. This is my current position. Um, I don't think I'm going to change it anytime soon, but this is it. Okay. So yeah, people who are with gambling, allowing people to gamble are, are typically the people who are okay with people doing what, whatever they want. It's in their control. So I want to talk about alcoholism and I want to talk about before, man, before I get, I see this, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of points popping up in my head. I don't want to cut this a lot. So I, hopefully I don't cut much of this episode, but um, I want, I want to remind the, remind people that, yeah, nothing is as simple as binary, like um, either you should let them or you shouldn't. Um, if you think about the human psyche, the human psyche is so complex. People always try to take advantage of it. Marketing companies, when they do logos and when they do brands, they put different colors to invoke different kinds of emotions. There's a lot of things that influence the way you think. Um, nicotine, etc. cetera. Um, we are, um, if you look at notifications from... I need to stop saying um... If we got notifications from Instagram, dopamine gets released in our heads, in our brains. So it's not nuanced. I mean, it is nuanced. It's not simple, right? It's not just um, do this or don't do this and it should be that easy, live and let live. There's a lot of people that want you. They want your money. They want to take advantage of human psychology and they study it for years and years and you don't know anything about it, right? The average person, I mean. Um, so they manipulate people to do things. And so that's why I want to tackle this issue in depth, um, at least as much as I could or can right now. Okay, so let's look at some uh, statistics about alcohol, and I'll talk about my position. But these are some stats, right? In, in 2019 alone, there have been 2.8 million deaths, and this is from the uh, Global Bureau of Disease, I think, or something like a global border of disease. Uh, my handwriting sucks. But uh, 2.8 million deaths. And this is not just like alcohol, like linked deaths, as in, um, you know, it could have caused cancer and then cancer. It's just, this is directly alcohol. Like it could be car, I'll give you an example. So CDC in the USA, I think in the USA, more than 95,000 people die from alcohol-related problems each year. Most, I mean, this is the most preventable um death-related, I mean, alcohol-related deaths, or most preventable deaths. These are the most preventable deaths um, in America, or third most preventable, um, I think. I don't know. The internet was not really uh, helpful. So, yeah. So, alcohol is CDC, I think. Alcohol is the most commonly used addictive substance in the world. 
31% of all deaths on the road are alcohol-related. So from the number I gave from 95,000, I think. So if you can see that there is... Uh, this ties back to what I mean about protecting society from an individual and protecting individuals from society. Now, I would agree that if alcohol could be potentially used without abuse um, by everybody, by the average person, then allow it. But here's the thing. It's not. People are not like that. People, I, I doubt that people who get into alcohol, who become addicted, addicted, addicted to, sorry, I can't talk, addicted to alcohol and end up abusing it, aren't people who started that way. They're not ones who went into alcohol and be like, yeah, I want to be an alcoholic. I want to abuse it. I want it to destroy me. I don't think people are like that. Nobody, and most people who started thought that they knew themselves. They knew they can control themselves, right? I don't think, in general, very few exceptions, I don't think people want to be evil, right? Everybody wants to be good. It's just that the road to that is very nuanced. People, like, like I said, the human psyche is complex. We're not as, we're not as rational as we think. We're very emotional creatures. People like to think humans are rational. We're not. We're very emotional. There's a TED talk that talks about it. If I find it, I'll let you guys see it, but it shows how irrational we are. We like to use rationality as a tool and logic, but sometimes that hurts our emotions and we, we prioritize our emotions um, over truth. This is There's like cognitive dissonance. There's a lot of things. Um, another statistic Almost 700,000 students have been assaulted by someone who is drinking between ages 18 and 24. Um, so yeah, between ages 18 and 24, they have been assaulted by a drunk peer. 50% of these sexual assaults involve alcohol. Sorry, 50% of sexual assaults involve al alcohol. And this is from the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism. So... So one of the things that I've heard from people on my Instagram is these are one-off, very small people, you know, they take it to the extreme. These numbers don't sound like it's small. When I say 2.8 million deaths a year that are preventable, you, when you say 31% of deaths on the road, that's it's not, a un, it's not a small number, right? And we have to look at the potential damage it causes, Right. I'll give you an example. If you allowed guns, I know this is a very hot topic in the U.S., but I'll just we'll just use it here. If you allowed people to have own guns in in this country or whatever country that didn't have it before, you'll have a lot of people that know how to use guns that will use it for target practice. They will use it for hunting, right? But what did the extremes? What damage could the extreme ones do? The damage that they could do is they can kill dozens and dozens and dozens of people. Look at the shooting that happened, I think it was either New Zealand or Australia, where the guy walked into a mosque and just shot up people, right? Okay, yeah, this is an extreme, but look at what the damage, potent, the, the damage potential the, the extremes can cause. I'm not, and by the way, I'm not saying this is, I'm not saying alcohol, alcoholism and abuse and the deaths related to it is, are, are minor. They're huge. There are, there are a lot of them, right? I'm just saying, even if it was minor, what damage could it possibly cre uh, bring and what good can it possibly bring? That's why we have to weigh it, right? You have to weigh. 
okay, alcohol can can, for instance, hurt your immunity, your your skin. Um, like I brought statistics, it can affect your brain. It could cause diseases and, and cancer. Like there's all these things. Um, it kills 2.8 million people a year, uh, 95,000 in the U.S. I think. I'm not just. They didn't say where. I'm pretty sure it's the U.S. because 2.8 million is from another source. Anyway, it's the most commonly used addictive substance in the world. So, okay, those are the bad things. What's the good thing? Oh, you might have a good time. You'll have a good time. Have some friends over, camaraderie. Go to a bar, have have fun. That's the that's the trade-off. Does that sound like a scale that we should allow? That is my argument, right? It's not that. Um, I don't want people to have fun, right? Have fun. But when it causes damage to a society, it should not be allowed. Um, so that is currently my stance. If it causes more damage than, than good, because then what people would say, and I've heard this also, they would say, well, anything can kill you in excess. Right. I agree with you. Water can be toxic if you drink a lot of water. F- you know, fast food, um, can cause to obesity and all that stuff. I agree. Now let's go back to the water thing, or let's talk about cars. Cars can be um, bad if you abuse speed and all that stuff, right? And there's regulation for that, by the way, obviously. But I'm just saying, like, water. What good does it bring? What bad does it bring? Okay, it hydrates you. It keeps you fresh. It um, your body. I don't know. It's obviously there's a lot of. Um, benefits to drinking water. I'm not going to list, I'm not a doctor, I'm going to list all of them ones, but you know, keeps you hydrated, gives you life, you need it to live, right? What's the bad outcome? Oh, if you drink like an absurd amount that you really have to know what you're doing, um, it'll kill you. Does that sound like something I want to ban? No, right? That's why I'm saying. It's not the fact that anything can, can be abused and can kill you. Therefore, everything should be banned. Or cars. Cars bring utility to society. I'm not saying I'm, I'm a utilitarian, but I'm just saying, um, you, you know, it brings more good to society than bad. It causes, there's people that abuse it and those are one-offs, yes. But when you talk about um, what causes them, it's not the car. Anyway, um, and I said fast food as well. Fast food, yes. To be honest with you, I'm not against regulating fast food. Um, I'm, but this is what I'm saying. It's not pragmatic, right? We have to talk about things that are, I'm talking philosophically speaking. I wouldn't be against like regulating food, um, like fast food, sorry, um, restaurants, because they also have very shocking statistics. Anyway, um, I'm going off on a tangent. So this brings me to casinos, right? Um, does it bring more good than bad in a society, Right. Should I just let people be like, oh, yeah, you know, go have fun. You, don't, you know, you'll be fine. Well, here's the thing. When I talk about, when I, early when I talk about people, they are looking to manipulate you because there's much to gain from you, right? Casinos are like the epitome of that, in my opinion, or at least one of the things that are at the top because casinos are scams. They're literally scams. They're literally there to manipulate you. Um, I'll give you an example. Like the the machines are rigged, like the lottery machines, they only give a certain payout um, based on the attempts, like the number of attempts. Like let's say every 10 losses, the 11th one, you're going to win just a little bit more than you spent. So then it's going to give you the false confidence to keep playing. And then here's what happens, right? 
what happens is, uh, I wrote it somewhere here. Um, yeah, like small wins are administered at the most psychologically effective intervals. And this is what I mean about people taking advantage of your psychology and your psyche. They are administered, these small wins that you do win during casinos, they are um, administered at the most effective psychological intervals. So the longer you play, the more you lose. So I've also had the argument and specifically when I talk about the GCC post with casinos, well, it's going to you know, allow tourism or whatever. But you know, according to the National Association of Realtors, I started with a source, I shouldn't have done that, but you know, according to them, casinos do not revive economies or do not contribute to economies. They act as parasites upon them. Such communities also suffer higher rates of home foreclosures and domestic violence. Right, slot machines are rigged. Um, the IAV report uh, uh, cites a study that the ca- the casual casino customers who only p- play occasionally provide only four percent of casino revenue. What does that tell you? So tell so say they're saying that you know the casual goers, the people who you know know how to control themselves, only contribute about. Four percent to the casino revenue, so that means the ninety-six percent of casino revenue comes from problem gamblers. Now, when I tell you most of their revenue, pretty much all of their revenue, let's just say ninety-six percent, pretty much all of their revenue comes from people who have a problem gambling. That's one point. Point number two: there are many casinos in the world. What does that tell you? Therefore. It is logical to deduce that there are a lot of problem gamblers and they don't start off as problem gamblers, right? The fact that casinos, it's like a multi-billion dollar industry tells me that and 96% of their revenue comes from problem gamblers. Like that tells me it's just a successful business. Their, their manipulation is working. And in order for this new casino in the UAE, to bring in a lot of revenue is to have problem gamblers. That's the only way you can make money according to, I mean, that's the only way they have been making money. I doubt it will change, right? It's not reasonable to assume, oh, it's, the numbers are going to switch. 4% of their revenue is going to be from problem gamblers and 96 is going to be from casual goers. No. they What they're doing is they're opening up a new avenue for more people to become problem gamblers in society. That's going to, um, consequently, this this destroy homes, cause domestic violence, be in a lot of debt, cause anxiety, depression, suicide, so all these things. Um, I've had a lot of points in my head, you know, because when you sometimes when you go to the shower, um, you you like ah I should have said that during an argument or whatever, right? I've had a lot of thoughts before when I saw the post that I'm. You know, they're escaping me right now. I could keep going. Um, and like I said, this is on a philosophical level why I think these should not be allowed. Um, people say, well, in the Middle East, alcohol, you know, Bahrain, we allow alcohol. So, and it's not an issue. I mean, I don't see that, you know, Westerners really advertise 
alcohol. They advertise strip clubs. They advertise gambling on billboards and TV and etc. Think about it. 20 years ago, there is no way I would have seen, if, you, if, you, if I could travel back in time, I would see that there, there would be um, billboards about nightclubs in Jufair. I wouldn't believe you if you told me that 20 years ago, if I lived that long, if I was that, you know, if I was young there. But now, if you go to certain areas, you'll see billboards about nightclubs, you know, and, and, you know, and talking about free drinks until this o'clock, whatever, not free drink, but, you know, happy hour, whatever it is. It's there. Um, the, the seed has been planted. It's not going to take 10, 20 years for numbers, uh, comparable numbers of deaths um, to America or to the countries that already had years and years to establish these manipulation and these behaviors, you know, it's not like that. It's, it's but the seed is there. Um, we're planting seeds in the Middle East, in the Gulf, um, and we're setting precedents for this, for this kind of stuff, for this kind of behavior. And that's just my, you know, that's my two cents on this. I'm not trying to impose my belief on anybody. Like I said, I'm not going to go to the government and yell at them for like having allowed this or, you know, ask them to ban it. This is my, I hang out with people who drink. I don't drink, never have. But I'm just saying this, it doesn't make me hate you as a person if you do these things, right? I am looking at it purely from an overview from a philosophical level. This is why I'm not okay with it. I don't think when somebody tells you, um, I disagree with this, um, don't think that they're close-minded or don't think that they don't know what they're talking about. Um, you know, it's a nuanced topic. So I'm going to get so angry after this for forgetting a lot of points in my head. This is why I should write more. But this happened off the cuff. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed whether you agree or disagree let me know and hopefully there'll be a new episode soon peace